0: and welcome to Rosehead and the transfer window is now slammed shut and left the Premier League with a somewhat different complexion. As Everton helped themselves to a world-class midfielder, the only problem is he'll be in the dugout at Goodison Park. While on the pitch, Deli Alley and Donny van der Beek arrive to bolster Super Frank's disjointed squad. Meanwhile, in a move akin to that scene in The Godfather, Antonio Conte does some spring cleaning at Spurs, Bamiang heads for the exit at Arsenal and Burnley purchased the biggest Dutchman I've seen since that one fateful night I spent in Rotterdam. And Jan, if you're listening...
1: I still miss you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, welcome to Rose Ed. here as always with Hannah East, right, Hannah?
1: I am, thanks you. Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, Mike, how's it
2: going? Great. Yeah? I just thought I'd match Hannah's energy, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah good. good, yeah. Nice yeah, one. Yeah, nice yeah. one, love yeah, you, all yeah, right, Decent, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, you had a good week, Hannah?
1: I have a good, yeah. I've had. a good week. I have a good week. Nice, nice. Um, I don't have anything exciting to report. though. I've just been like parenting and working. Mm. Put my house on the market, exciting. I'm telling Ooh. everybody about. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to report. It's good, boring without football. Bricked
0: up the sex dungeon, or
1: yeah, we're going to have to because I think we might get arrested if anyone sees that.
0: Uh, Mike, you've been on a sex holiday, haven't you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, swung on a, a, a sex couple swingers retreat. How was it? Um, in Suffolk that was amazing we met this great couple called mary and jim and and we had a great time yeah yeah good yeah if you got any further questions about that
0: just like how how was it what did you get up to
2: yeah <laughs> no, so, not do? necessarily sexual no. <laughs> it was not let me just state because i know joe will put this out as a clip let me just state it was not a, a couple's he's already cut thing swingers is that? Is that In my head I in my head um no we just we went to cambridge uh for a few nights we had a lovely uh, couples. Well, I, I had a massage, and my girlfriend had a treatment, which I'm not going to say the name of because Joe will take it to mean something completely different. What is it? Like, it sounds worse now. It's a facial, but yeah. <laughs> what, I did, was. Did you,
0: did you pay for the room? Because so <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was it was two females, so probably not the facial sick. you were thinking of. Yeah, um, but yeah, I got I got a, a Swedish massage by a lovely lady called. Um, <laughs> Oh, what was her name? Lily, I think. A mm-hmm. Lovely Russian lady. She was about like six foot. Lie on the bed. Blonde. <laughs> Lie on the bed, Mr. Step. No, nah, it, it wasn't... Take your
1: clothes off.
2: It wasn't <laughs> quite like that. She was She was quite... Um, yeah, she was, she was good looking. She was a good looking girl. So I, I really enjoyed that. And at, at one point... So, it, it, so she said at the beginning, like, what sort of pressure would you like? And I was like, oh, you know, I've 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 not had many, so just like, just go easy on me, sort of thing. Mm. Um, and two seconds in, she's using her elbow digging into my back, and then she, at one point, she like bent down and whispered in my ear. She was like, "Is this pressure good for you, Mister Stavro?" And I was like. Bit bit flabbergasted. I was like, I hope the missus don't hear that. Was that
0: nice though, like the hot breath on your ear? I can imagine that being
2: yeah. really nice, especially
1: after a garlic supper. But <laughs> 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 that was lush.
2: Nice. Yeah, I had, a, I had a great time. We um we saw the sights in Cambridge, like all the did. uni buildings. Yeah. Did you go punting? No, we. I've I've been punting before, and I almost fell in, so I decided not to do it at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Dived in,
1: but you did the thing that Joe recommended on the podcast a few weeks ago, didn't you? About ringing up in advance and saying you want an upgrade. No, he didn't recommend that. it. and you did it for a restaurant.
0: I, I do it too.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah he, so he you does does it two for were like, yeah, so yeah. One, so one situation. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it works. So everyone like ring up the hotel like a day before and just say, can I have an upgrade? And they're probably going to say yes.
1: You got
0: it. Well, in between our records, you were on the phone to someone, weren't you pre-ordering some stuff? You're going to a Michelin-star restaurant.
1: <laughs> this is so embarrassing because I genuinely, like I did really well at school at A-level English as well, <laughs> but I can't speak. So I thought I'm going tonight to a Michelin-star restaurant. Yeah. And Joe's like,
0: Joe's like, it's not Michelin. But, but like I said, you can spell and you can write. But you just can't just say can't any Michelin. of the words. Michelin, I just can't yeah. speak.
1: So yeah, tonight I'm going to a, a Michelin 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 star <laughs> restaurant uh, near where I live. But we we're supposed to be going with um, a friend and his girlfriend, but um, she dumped him. So we're now <gasps> going <laughs> with another guy. So oh, um, yeah, yeah.
2: Is best. he is he still coming?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, right. yeah. So um, this for me and me and three lads. Yeah, gonna go to a Michelin star restaurant tonight and have oh, the wine and
2: get some tires fitted to that Michelin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michelin.
0: Yeah. I actually I had a Thai massage on Friday.
2: Oh,
1: okay. So you, you weren't the only one getting massaged. Oh.
0: And when I first walked in, the woman on reception, as soon as I walked in, started laughing. Like straight away, she's like, ha ha, ha ha and like pointing at me. I was like, oh, gee, oh, this is weird.
1: You were like, she's listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like, I've got a bloody fan. I no wonder where we're all not
1: loaded. But started pointing and laughing
0: at me. And um, I was like, this is a bit strange. But then she was smiling and chatting. I couldn't really understand what she was saying, but she seemed really friendly. So I was like, oh, okay, she maybe be laughing about something nice, just like yeah. taking a shine to me. So I was like, okay, I'm here for the um, uh, deep tissue massage. She's like, okay, you're in the room at the end. You're in the room at the end. I was like, oh, can I use the bathroom, please? So, okay, went to the loo, had a little wee. Then as I was washing my hands, I'll admit, I hadn't locked the door. So then the door opens and it's a masseuse who turns out to be my masseuse. was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And like ran off squealing. <laughs> and then all the other women come out of the rooms and started laughing. And the woman on reception comes running from behind the desk and went, she tried to peek at you. <laughs> like, like, I was oh like, my I God. Thought, this is already a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> so then I went in the little room. The woman came in and was like, oh, so you think you're at home, do you? Don't bother locking the door. <laughs> and I was like, I'm oh, sorry, I forgot to. She's like, right, lie face down and take everything off apart from your pants, (laughs) all right. Uh, Anyway, so then I was like lying down, I'd asked for the deep tissue, I didn't want a tie massage because remember when I had one before in Slovenia and she punched me in the back and pulled my ears. (laughs) So I didn't like it, I didn't want that again. So I was like, deep tissue massage, yes, yes, yes. She didn't speak very good English, this woman. First thing I did that happened, she gets onto the bed Puts her knees on my hamstrings, so she's oh. kneeling on my hamstrings and falls forwards with both elbows oh. into the back into my back. I was like, oh, the wrestling move. And then she started laughing, and like every time I went, Oof, she started laughing. She was like, "I like it when the clients scream. I like it when the clients scream. No pain, no gain." And I was like, "Oh," okay. and it was honestly the stuff she was doing to me was so painful. Ooh. There was a bit where she got on the bed and she's like, "Lie on your side." And I was like, oh, okay, and then she walked along my inner thigh. Walked along. walked along. So she had her hands on the ceiling and she was walking up and down how my inner that, thigh. How big is this lady? She was she was quite little, <laughs> but it hurt so much. I felt like muscles. I've got a of... vision
1: of like a gremlin.
0: It's... Yeah, she was a bit like a little gremlin. Like like she was very nice, but she was sort of an evil spirit. And then she kept screaming, "No pain, no gain," and then laughing. And then she was like, <laughs> she was like, "Have you got life insurance?" <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Why?" And she was like, "Because your family are about to be very rich. I'm going to burn you." And then walks out of the room. <laughs> it was all okay. set. And I was like, "Uh." And then she comes back in, and she was. I was like about to look up. She was like, "Don't look." I was like, oh, "Okay, okay." And then suddenly, like, I felt this incredible heat on my back. So what I found out later was it was those hot stones. But uh, I've never had them before. But she's rubbing up and down your back, and she was like, "Shut up, shut up! It doesn't hurt my hands. How can it hurt your back?" And I was oh,
2: like, oh my! It's just like abusive. It was really weird. It was the longest hour of my life. This is like one of them things. You, you know, like some guys like like to be shamed. Yeah,
0: I don't like. Like, that. It,
2: it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like that sort of thing. You know, some guys will like like pay for it for a girl to like tell them they're a piece of sh- stuff yeah yeah it's like that's what you signed up for
0: i like to be pampered <laughs> like, I, and also i'd said deep tissue she just ignored it she did whatever she liked that doesn't
2: sound oh very God. relaxing either did, did it help at least i was in
0: so much pain the day after like because
2: <laughs> you was paid like, for that
0: i was like why why are you doing this and she was just screamed circulation <laughs> i was like oh, okay it cost me
2: 50 pounds
1: is it a 50 quid for that
2: so there you go. Oh, wow. Jesus. It's just an opportunity for them to just abuse someone, it sounds like.
0: It was really fun and it's given me some good content, yeah. but
2: I, don't, I I, wouldn't go back. No.
1: Well, I was at a spa on Friday.
2: Of course. What? Why? We are all like, at a
1: spas. What's I mean, going on? I was jealous because you two keep going to spas and doing fun things. So I took one of my best mates for a birthday. We sat having a meal, and she said to me in the morning, "Like, are you gonna, um, are you gonna take your mobile phone with you?" And I was like, "No, do you know what? I'm gonna leave it in my bag because I get so distracted with my phone all the time." I was like, "I leave it. So if if the teachers ring that my kids are ill or whatever, they can just ring my husband." So we were, <laughs> we're chatting away. That,
2: just, just get on with it. <laughs> literally,
1: whatever. It's <laughs> all about me right now. So we were just chatting away, and she was like, oh, "I don't know what time it is." So we were talking straight for six hours and it's like you and nicole yeah, is, yeah chocolate and coffee <laughs> and then um, i was telling this story that the a guy i used to go out with had these really f- tattoos on his arms like awful tattoos and we went on holiday to egypt once and to, um he was like oh i need to get some new clothes so we went to the uh, shop and i was getting like polo jumpers for him and he was like it's 40 degree heat like i'm gonna be really hot and i was like yeah, no, but I think you should wear the polo jumper. Just cover yourself up. And I was like joking to her about it, and she's like, "How can we split it with him?" And I was like, "Do you remember that time when we're in it? I went to Egypt." And then the colour just like drained from her face, and I was like, "Are you all right?" And she went, you have to edit my swear." And she was like, oh, <laughs> "And I was like, what's wrong?" She was like, "I've forgotten to pick Arthur up from school." <laughs> <laughs> She'd forgotten to because you've been so chatting critical. for so long. Yeah, so she literally. <laughs> And uh, I said to her, I was like, Helen, are you going to get a shower? And I turned around. She was like literally dressed and tried to leave. But she's so bad with directions. She left the change room. She's like, all right, see you later. And ran off to go and get a son, trying to ring the school to be like, you know, keep him behind or somebody look after him. And she, she came back in two minutes later and she said, Hannah, did we come down some stairs (laughs) to get in. And I was like, no, she'd been upstairs knocking on the doors of the treatment room trying to find the exit. Probably seeing like a gremlin on top of somebody somewhere. And then, uh, yeah, (laughs) another 10 minutes later, she came back in again and she couldn't find a way out. And by this point, I'm completely naked in the changing room. I couldn't stop laughing. So, um, yeah, that was my spa Hannah, experience.
0: Hannah voice-noted me. She was like, oh, my friend forgot to pick up her kid from school. She was laughing so much she couldn't speak. I was like, Well, <laughs> Did he
1: get picked
2: up? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> what's <that laughs> what, 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 you, haven't, yeah. you haven't told us what happened. What, what time was this? Like, what time did she realise? Like, so this six o'clock? Was, no, <laughs>
1: midnight. <laughs> it was midnight, and they finished school at three. Now, we'd, I booked us, like, half a spa day, but she had yeah. her little boys, like, at this nursery school. So she needed to get him for, like, two, and this was five past two, and I'm sat there telling her about my ex-boyfriend in Egypt in 40 degree heat in a polo okay, jumper.
2: Okay, so so she would so, have been about half an hour late. About
1: an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. That's, that, get that's back. quite yeah. bad. Um, yeah.
2: Can I ask you guys a question? Because this is that's something okay. I was talking to to my girlfriend about. But you know, like when you go to spas and <laughs> just general change rooms, does it not weird you out when people in the change rooms just like drop their towels and everything's hanging out? Or is it or is it just normal to you? See, I think it's good practice
0: because you do need to be naked to put your pants on or Whatever, I think yeah. it's good practice to turn your back. So you do it with your back to the room. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't just, not just like, there you go, lads, kind of thing. But I remember at my old gym, so Nuffield in Wandsworth, it was very bad for this, right? And it's always the old boys, but they'd just be like, oh, how are you? I haven't seen you in spin class for a while, drying their penis in front of you. It's like,
2: so casual. But
0: in my head, I'm just thinking penis, 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 penis. So obviously I'm going to look at your penis. Yeah. And then they would be like, oh, you know, those guys who dry everything and get dressed with everything before they put their pants on. So literally, there was this one guy who put his foot up on the side, hairdryer in his... <laughs> then, like, floss in it, then shirt on, like, tie, cufflinks, <laughs> socks, no. and then put his... Oh, that's
2: weird. See, that they're that doing that on purpose. Like, I was... I, I went to go... Um, get to my locker and this guy would, was was standing there in front. Instead of moving out of the way he just stood there while while he was still getting getting dressed. So I had to like lean over him. As I was leaning over him he drops his towel. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's he's his bare <laughs> is like basically like in my face. I was just thinking mate like you are doing this what, on purpose. What did you
1: do? Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 but like do you know what I mean? I I, mean, feel like,
2: I, I feel like some people would do it on purpose. <laughs> they do it on purpose. Like just to make you feel uncomfortable. With massive <laughs> Nah, no, it's that. not even. Like this guy had a shrimp down there. It's normally
0: it's normally small
2: and I'd say sixty plus. Yeah. Generally speaking. It's a, it's a certain generation because like me, like my generation, like I if I, I, I went to like the toilet to get changed, I don't want to like show everything to like sixty plus year old guys. This is weird. And
0: also like if me and my friends are getting changed, it's like we will obviously have to put our pants on, but we'll turn our back. I won't do it just Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. anyway, I should tell you. There it is, there's a little corporate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a change of a floor no it doesn't um right, I'm glad we cleared that up so I don't think there's any need to do
1: yeah, probably turn slightly. But I think when you've had a couple of kids, you're not really that bothered anymore. Really? Yeah. So you're just... Because your body's changed and like so much. Yeah, and but you're you still just... not
0: like flossing, are you? Yeah. you still trying to keep a level of privacy. But
1: yeah, probably you'd maybe turn slightly rather than face <laughs> it.
2: Hannah's just not agreeing with yeah. us, is Rather
1: than lying on your hand hand back like that.
0: Hannah's
2: just getting a kick off.
0: Get the
1: Dyson Air wrap on it. No. <laughs> get your curlers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Um, well, I don't think there's any need to do things, mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because you're only doing it once
1: in the show. Yeah,
2: so that, that's
0: actually one. No, there's no need
1: to do it
2: this week because we've
0: just done it, yeah, I think. Yeah. It was, that was <laughs> it. Um, should we talk about what's happened in the transfer window?
1: I think we should.
0: Uh, Bamiang's gone to Barcelona. Deli Alli's gone to Everton. Christian Eriksen's gone to Brentford. Veg Veghorst has gone to Burnley. Um, Julian Alvarez gone to Man City. Rodrigo Bentancur and Dayan Kulusevsky to Spurs from Juve. Matt Target from Villa to <laughs> Newcastle, Donny van der Beek to Everton, and Manny Richards, who I must admit, I don't know who that is, from Arsenal to Leicester, and Dan Byrne has gone Brighton to Newcastle. Um, should she's start with Everton, Mike? They've won just mm. one of their past 14 Premier League matches, 16th in the table, four points above the relegation zone, and Frank Lampard's their new manager. Is it going to work out?
2: I think Frank Lampard has got something in him where he likes going to jobs that are extremely difficult mm. and probably outside of his current level right now. That That's might great. sound harsh, but... Everton are currently a mess. Like we spoke, we've spoken about a previous podcast the amount of uh, recruitment that's gone wrong there, the amount of money they've pumped in, given to managers that have left. Like suddenly, he's got a big bloated squad there with a lot of players who cost a lot of money, Um, and it's going to be a tough job. So I don't really know. I, I think. I, I look at Lampard and I look at his like managerial career in like a few stages. I think he did really well at, at Derby. I think he was showing what, what he was about. And then Chelsea, I, I look at it with a different lens. I think he did well with the squad that he had in the first season to get them top four. Yeah. But when it was called upon him to go to that high level and, you know, deal with these 50 million, 60, 70 million pound players like okay. Havertz and Werner, he couldn't quite do it. So taking a slight step down to Everton, I think would be a good move, but I would have hoped for him and I think he would have hoped that the club that he would manage next would be in a bit more of a settled situation mm. because he was being linked to Norwich. That would have been worse, I think, because yeah. they're destined to go down. Um, and he's he's been, he was, I think he's linked with Newcastle as well at one point. That is also but another big project. Was, yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't know. I've, I feel like he's, he's going to do a decent job, um, but people just can't judge him too harshly. Like if he's not got Everton back up into like the, the top 10 within like this, not probably not this season, but next season, I feel like it will be a slow burn of him.
0: But there are actually some good players at Everton, but what's weird is they've done this thing that they always do where you look at them and you go, okay, maybe they need center halves or whatever, or maybe they need fullbacks or whatever it might be. Maybe they need another striker and they bought two attacking midfielders. Or two centrum midfielders yeah. again. And I think Van Der Beek, I think give him a run in the team. I think he'd be great. I think Deli Ali may be a little bit less pressure than being at Spurs and Spurs fans on his case. But I mean, I think they've bought well, but I'm not sure if they've bought what they need, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I think they're they're due a uh, few wingers. I think that's what they need in their side. I think Van Der Beek and Ali will be will be all right. But these are players that have not really been playing football much. Yeah. Um, so both, even. Both th-
1: players probably have a point to prove, yeah, them, don't they? they yeah, Because they course, kind of need yeah. to come into fruition. I think Van Der Beek yeah. definitely. And Ali has got a, a point to prove because he's been out off form for years, hasn't he? Did, didn't he
0: cost 40 million? So it's 10 million rising to 40, depending on appearances, but it'll end up being 40. That's insane. This is a player who's not played football for like two, three years. I don't think there's anybody in the Premier League whose value has kind of undulated more than Dele Ali, Because yeah. maybe three years ago, you'd go someone might buy him for 60 70 yeah because was see such good form and yeah. now it's like you're right i don't think he's worth much more than 15. no it's yeah but he's still a good player i've always said this about Deli alley he's kind of he's so hard to work out because he plays between the lines he has a free role and that player if they're not playing well looks like a passenger and it looks yeah. like you're down to 10 men and i don't think he's consistently good enough to play that role but I think he might do well at Everton, to be fair. And he's he gave a really nice message to the Spurs fans and But he's
2: not well. he's not gonna be like Lampard's Mason Mount because he's not at that level. I, I don't think. And he's such a different. And he's player. not gonna and he's not gonna defend. He's not gonna be versatile where he can play on the wing or play at number ten or play at number eight or even number six. He's very much, as you say, like a specified player. Yeah. So I think Lampard is gonna have to work with him to get to get the best out of him. Um but whether it'll actually happen, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not sure. Like, um I'm not, I, I was convinced by Dele Alli when he came through because I thought he was a bit of an enigma, but he's not really stepped on and gone to that level where he should be right now.
0: And I've always looked at him and thought, particularly for Conte, that's not a play. he particularly wants. Someone who you don't no. know
2: where the consistency yeah.
0: is. He would rather have a player who's less technically gifted, but is guaranteed to work harder, I think, which is kind of what he's done. Um, Getting Bentancur in, but Hannah, Dolly Van Der Beek's gone to Everton. Do you think it's going to resurge his career? If that's a word.
1: Well, I think it's it would be a good opportunity for him to get game time and show people what we've bought, um, because he hasn't really had the opportunity. I don't feel at United, so I think from his perspective, it's good. Uh, Everton it's it's going to go one way or the other but as we've saying about uh, Deli Alley, i think if anyone's going to bring him into good form i think it would be frank lampard like when deli Alley this season of like 15 16 17 mm. he was smashing the goals in um and obviously you look back uh, frank lampard was very similar um mm. in in their performances so i think they they could become a really good partnership um But yeah, Everton's just a funny one. I was just surprised at Frank Lampard.
0: Well, I'm glad you said that, actually, Hannah, because Deli Ali said about Frank Lampard, I feel like it's a perfect match. I can't wait to get going. Being an attacking midfielder, obviously he scored a lot of goals as a midfielder. I'll speak to him a lot about that and what he did as a player to make the most of his talent. And I suppose for him, it's probably that, apart from him him and Gerrard in the league, you're thinking... If there's two managers I want to play for specifically for selfish yeah. reasons, it would be them, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've also signed this guy, Mikolenko, Ukrainian left back, to replace Luka Dinya. Um, do you think Everton are gonna stay up, Mike?
2: Yeah, I think they'll stay up just based on the fact that the other teams around them are not are not good enough. And I think mm. they'll go down like the Norwich's and Watfords, like there will be shooing to go down, I think. Um, and I don't. I, it's really tough for me to pick the third team because Burnley have got about a hundred games to play in hand. So <laughs> I, I, God knows where they'll be like in, in yeah. a few weeks if they can even get those games made up. But um, yeah, I, I no I, I can. I think they've got enough players, and especially bringing in players like Donny Van Der Beek, who's obviously a quality player. Like two years ago, he was playing in in the Champions League semifinals. Three yeah. years ago, so he, he's obviously got that ability yeah. within him. It's just whether Lampard can bring it out. You mentioned Burnley, sorry. Burnley have
0: signed Wout Weghorst. Wout Weghorst, yeah. Wout Weghorst from Wolfsburg, who is six foot six. He's Dutch. Um, He scored a lot of goals. It's basically a like-for-like Chris Wood replacement, except he's like three inches taller than Chris Wood. Mm. That doesn't really feel like enough to keep them up.
2: I don't know, I've I've seen Vekhorst play a few times. <laughs> he's a big boy. He's he is a, big a, he is boy. a big boy, but he's quite like, he's quite technically gifted oh, as well. Okay. You'd, be, you'd be surprised. Yeah, he's got a bit of uh, technique about him. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. This yeah. yeah.
0: Well, no, Dutch is a bit like this, isn't it? He talks a bit like that. Oh yes, I'm going to kick the ball in the net for you, Mr. Deutsch.
2: No? <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I went to German, mate. Maybe because he's come from Germany. And his name's Valdivis. it. Yeah, it, it sounds German, doesn't oh,
0: it? Oh, Mister do you want it?
1: Do you want me <laughs> to put it in
2: the top corner? I bet you do, Dirty Boy. <laughs> uh.
1: but, I know, can't. Burnley can't go down. They can't go down. No, nah,
2: that'd be so sad. Be wouldn't savage. it?
1: savage, and like you say, like literally, this is a genuine question. How many games in hand have they got?
2: About five, I think. Four I mean, or they're or all going
1: to be injured soon. This is going to yeah. be a, and they've got issue. They've got a
2: small squad as it is, but yeah. they, they need Big Valt to start producing. Don't they? Big Val, They Big do. Vout. He's yeah. going to have
1: to turn the team around.
0: Val, Valt. Lenin. Valt. <laughs> there we go. We'll, we'll workshop it.
1: Um, <laughs> Spurs
0: missed out on Luis Diaz. Liverpool got him. He's considered to be the best player in Portugal. Scored the most goals. Got the most touches in the opposition box. Second most possessions. One in the attacking third. Third most dribbles completed. Fourth most final third passes completed. Um, is this guy the long-term replacement for Sadio Mane?
2: Yeah, it, it feels like it. I've seen him play in the Champions League a few times this season. He's unbelievable. He's quality, isn't he? He's yeah. really, really good. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that other teams weren't in for him, really. Um, but Liverpool, they just got these savvy signings up their sleeves, don't they? It was Diogo Jota um last season. That came out of nowhere. This one sort of come out of nowhere a little mm. bit as well. Um, they their their recruitment is just on point. They know exactly what what they need. And they go and get it. And I feel like, yeah, he will be the sort of long-term replacement for for Mane.
0: I think their big issue, though, is obviously because Jota's going to be the Firmino replacement. Firmino's still a good player, obviously. Yeah. And Diaz is the Mane replacement. Your problem is replacing Salah. And a player like that is yeah. he's irreplaceable. He's
2: irreplaceable because there's no other player like him. Yeah. I think a, a winger like that that scores the amount of goals that he does is so hard, mm-hmm. so hard to find, so rare to find. But... It's just amazing to me how Liverpool just keep pulling it out of the bag every time. whether it's mm. Allison, Van Dyke, like they're signing players that that are the best, probably one of the best in their position in the world. Yeah, and it's like they're just doing it like like it's nothing sort of thing. Like they're planning a move that's like three, maybe maybe Mane won't leave this summer, but maybe next summer or the summer after. They're yeah. planning moves like three years mm. down the line. You yeah. look at clubs like Man United, Arsenal, any other club. It, much, it yeah. just seems yeah. like panic.
1: But doesn't it seem like Um, most other clubs in the Premier yeah. League other than City. I feel like the foundations are just all over the place. And yeah. like, Liverpool have got that solid infrastructure and they're being proactive at looking at players, like you say, that two, three seasons down yeah. the line, but they're getting the players in and players want to go to Liverpool for that reason. They've yeah. got consistency there.
0: And it's it's that, it's that the classic Fergie thing as well. It's buy when you're strong. yeah, And yeah. it's like, okay, I like this guy in this position, yeah. but maybe we get somebody else who can play Nanny or Cristiano Ronaldo to yeah. replace David Beckham or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, where Spurs and Arsenal and United are now and going, oh God, we really need a left winger, don't we? Or we need a right back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's what? sign a
1: striker.
2: And, yeah. and, and, no one do and let's sign him when he's still in his development stage and he's not the final product yet because yeah. he'll probably be worth like hundred million in a few seasons, but they've got him yeah. for less yeah. than that.
0: Um We did talk, no, hang on. Let's talk about Arsenal. Uh, here's a clip from Ed Time Added On where we spoke to Arsenal fan and TV presenter Nicole Holiday all about Arsenal and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang.
3: Okay, so a couple of months ago when things were really quite bad. Yeah. And we were in a, a pretty poor place. Yeah. You can't tell me that you were like, yeah, guys, everything's going to be great. I've, no. I see the vision. I see the plan, whatever Arteta's thing is. Like, yeah. Obviously, you you fall into a place of feeling a bit negative and a bit, mm. I can swear on this, can't I? Yeah. You yeah. Out. Yeah.
2: yeah. I
3: never get to really swear on stuff. I
2: I swear away. A PG. Just out. do about five or six. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll start being like, <laughs> it's like, stop it now. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. But, you know, if, if your club is being a bit... Oh. Say it again, <laughs> say it again. One more time. <laughs> but obviously you feel quite negative. You yeah. still, you're, you're still a supporter. You still love the club through thick yeah. and thin, obviously. But if you're in a really rough patch, you are frustrated. Yeah. Right, naturally. But but on, you still yeah. haven't have, you
0: still haven't scored in the Premier League in January, have you? And it's, well, it's now February. Yeah. More red cards than goals in January. So you said it's bad <sighs> a couple of months ago. Yeah, when, I mean... When was the good
3: bit? Okay, no, but I would argue... <laughs> No, no, but when you look at that, it's obviously that sounds bad. But when you look at the game, so I was hard. at oh, I was at Emirates for Arsenal Man City and we played very well, especially against Manchester City. Like, against we actually, the best team in the world. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those games where you watch <laughs> and you go, oh, you we take... were unlucky there. And when you see your team actually put in a good shift and do well and work really hard. And then
2: get cheesed by officials.
3: Mm-hmm, then you go, <laughs> you know what? frustrating but fair play and yeah. uh, and as a fan you can appreciate that and and get behind that exactly. so i think there's been a few games i think this this month last month january Is a bit of a a weird one because statistically I guess it doesn't look great for Arsenal. Here we
2: go. See she's polishing a turn. She's (laughs) learning. No, but but
3: it's been, but performance-wise, definitely been better. I'm just gonna punch the sofa than it had been previously. So you feel
1: positive about the vision moving forward for Arsenal Dia? Where do you sit at the moment with the, the current team and the current setup? No, oh, I mean, it's a bit of a, a weird one, isn't it? After the
3: January transfer window and Aubameyang and everything. Because yeah. oh, even with that, I don't even know entirely how I feel about Aubameyang going. Um, I, I think I definitely am feeling more positive than I have done for a while. Yeah. And there are things that you can see as an Arsenal fan that you can get behind, even if it's the youngsters, yeah. Emile Smith-Rowe, yeah. Martinelli, mm. Saka. You know, you're seeing something here. That you can go. Oh, that is quite exciting, but obviously, if we, you know, we're not going to win anything now. Yeah. No silverware this season. Do you season. think? Do
2: you think Arsenal finishing the top four? Well,
3: this is the thing, though. This is what you've got to hope for. And yeah. if not, then it's been a, a, a really, really bad. You, you didn't
2: answer my question. Do you, do you think they will? Oh. I'm, I'm pushing you. Here.
3: You know what? Let me try and be positive. You know, say it, speak it into existence.
2: That's what the important
3: people say. Like Oprah Winfrey, I
0: think. She's coming on the show next week, actually. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, she's a big Brentford fan.
3: Uh, (laughs) uh, You couldn't get her this week, so that's why I got the call up.
0: Yeah, I had to bump her to next week.
3: We booked you in first and we're like, listen, Oprah, you're going to have to get around Uh, To I'm trying to avoid the question. You know what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I think Arsenal can do it if we don't pick up too many injuries now.
0: There
2: we go, we've but got you've, you've only got two
0: strikers now, so you've got Lacazette and you've got Eddie and, and Ketia. Ketia. Yeah. But like, so the Abamyang thing, right? Do you feel like he was a little bit disingenuous? Because obviously I'm a, I'm a Tottenham fan, but I'm like, more importantly, I feel like I'm a football fan. And he's like, oh yeah, we had ups and downs together. He didn't get to say a proper goodbye. It's like, yeah, but it's your fault because mm, yeah. you were breaching disciplinary code and not being in the team. So it's not like the club stitched you up. No. Like, and I just, I feel like he's being, he's trying to spin it to make it look like the club kind of forced him out. And that's really not what happened.
3: No, I think it's just one of those things where, especially footballers nowadays, what is it as well? Side note, with this whole thing of them coming out, if if they get a red card, if they miss a penalty and being like, guys, I'm so sorry. and posting these like apology yeah. statements on social media. Stuff like that is weird. But we live in this weird world now of social media things are very different and that's just PR isn't it that's literally just his is, media so. his, his people being like right you've got to put out uh, a, a quite a nice statement and be quite positive and it, you're not gonna you're and not gonna really release... you need to look exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely you're, you're not going to and I'm not saying that's a Bamyang personally that's just generally footballers now yeah. in the public eye you're going to you want to come across quite well they won't say what they think When they leave clubs, when they go elsewhere, like they're not going to imagine them actually posting something and being like, you know what, this is what happened. And I actually think a lot because he is probably quite angry as well. I'd imagine at some of the fan base and how it's all panned out. Mm. But you're not going to come out and say stuff like that, are you? He's
0: the club. He was the club's biggest earner. And he mm. breached the disciplinary code twice. Once when he was captain, mm. he yeah. should be holding himself to a higher yeah. level of accountability. There was I a, think. There was a mm. few
2: times as well, like there was when he was late for the North London derby. And then mm. there was pictures of him like driving through Moswell Hill, like when the game's about to start. So
1: what of It's, example it's, it's, it's is just that mad. Story? So yeah. like
2: there's a few occasions it gets to that stage where it's like Arteta's come in and he said from the beginning he wants like a certain level of discipline from his players. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if the captain doesn't live up to that, what what standard does that set? So I think it's probably the best thing to happen, even though we are losing a big striker who was a big player for us, scored a lot of important goals in the past. Sometimes you have to move on. And uh, it's just a real shame that they didn't sign any strikers in January. Because I actually, even though I was going on about being positive, I just don't think they can finish in the top four without bringing in signings. Mm Because I just think you've got two strikers, Lacazette and Nketiah, who aren't Probably aren't going to be there next season. So, like, what is their proper motivation to to play and like earn that 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 number one striking spot? I just don't think it's really there. So, I I just I don't I don't see where the goals are going to come from. So, I I just don't don't think it will happen. But you
3: do have the likes of Saka, Smith, right? You do have other players who can contribute. But but they're
2: young though, aren't they? That's the Mm -hmm. thing, and they're going to be inconsistent. That's the whole gamble with the project youth is that you're going to get players that turn up and are amazing one week, but they don't have that you know that high level to be able to produce it week in week out so that's my worry but I still think it's exciting going forward Mm -hmm. I still think that we've got we've got the right people there I think Arteta's the right man for this current project right now and I think the young players are exciting so it's going in the right direction I just I wish they sort of took a bit more of a gamble in January pumped a bit more money in and just said look um, you've got a good chance now with Spurs being inconsistent, especially uh, Man United 90%. obviously being inconsistent. There's a good chance mm. to finish top four and you have to grab it. But
0: but that yeah. last yeah. top four spot is, it's a real toss up, isn't it? Spurs, West Ham, United, Arsenal. Yeah. God knows the way Wolves are going, who knows who's going to be in that. So, but I mean, with Arsenal, this is part of the rebuild. It's going to save you £15 million a year in wages. Mm. Do you feel like with Arteta in is it, the process he calls it? Mm. Is it the process, which yeah. sounds like a cult, but like, <laughs> is it, do you kind of buy into that? And he's like, "Look, we're still rebuilding, and maybe next season will be a different team." Because there's been quite a lot of deadwood and part of like the old guard that he's had to move
1: on.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that I think that's actually one positive is that there were so many players that did need to move on, like mm. you said, and, and leave the club, and, and that's happened. Uh, but with the Abamiang situation as so well, I, I think that's the main concern. I think a lot of fans would probably agree that there didn't really seem like there was a way. To come back from this situation, he hadn't played in months. Stripped of the captaincy, like setting a bad example. Mm. You know, I think Arteta kind of did what he had to do. I'd love to know more about what what really happened because
2: you'd. There's an Amazon documentary, but how much is going to be in it?
0: Glorious. Yeah, I can't oh, is wait. there a... What is it? The same. All one? Or yeah, nothing. nothing. Right? It's exactly oh what God. you have. Arsenal, Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal the and best
2: club you can do There's been so <laughs> much drama as well this yeah. season. It's going to be unbelievable.
3: It's going to be so good to watch.
2: Can't wait to see yeah. it.
3: Will it be awful? I don't know. But there's I lots think... Lots of granite
0: Jacker walking <laughs> off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that's the thing. I think it got to a point where Aubameyang probably had, had to leave, really. Uh, it didn't really seem like there was a way for this situation to be resolved. But I guess the worry is... Uh, well, a lack of players now. And if we pick up any injuries and then, yeah, the team's around when we are desperate for top four. I think at first I I wasn't completely on the Arteta train, I suppose, I kind of, I was like, oh, I don't know if I do see this vision. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm completely behind it. But I I kind of get it now. And I actually have more respect for him with the Aubameyang situation Mm. because it shows that he thinks, you know what, no one is bigger than this club. And I don't care who you are, if you're not turning up on time, if your behaviour is not correct, then you're not going to play. And I I, I like that. I think that sets a good example to the other players. Uh, God, it's going to be an interesting couple of months, isn't it?
0: They were going to call holiday there. That was good, wasn't it?
1: It was good. She's lovely. She's you brilliant. like it, Mike, don't you? Do you like it, Mike?
2: Yeah, absolutely. She's a, she's a legend. As, as I was saying in, in the pod to go listen to it, but she's a bit of like a uh, celebrity in the Arsenal sphere. So, yeah. 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 Look <laughs> his face. Look like, at yeah. his face. <laughs> we had to keep, oh. make
1: sure that Mike kept his clothes on for that <laughs> section. Oh, it we
0: was so ch- It's a very good interview, though. It's not just yeah. about Arsenal. It's lots of funny, mad stuff as well. Yeah. Um, I think Newcastle might have won the transfer window. They were the biggest spenders. They bought Bruno Guimaraes, Chris Wood, Kieran Trippier, Dan Byrne and Matt Target arrived on loan. Um, that feels like enough to stay up, Mike.
2: Yeah, I, it, it should be. I, I'd hope so. Spend all that money. You'd want some return on your investment. It was funny because, just to go back to Arsenal for a second, in his in in his announcement video, there's a little dig at Arsenal. So um, there was Thanks. like a, in Bruno Guimaraes. 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 Gimarish. Gimarish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> that is yeah, yeah. good. Me, yeah. Gim-a-ish. Yeah, what's, what's that,
1: Anna? In a Yorkshire accent. <laughs> Bruno, Bruno, Bruno G. Bruno what, G. Oh, you yeah. about love.
0: Didn't he do my patio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Didn't um, pay
2: him. <laughs> was that something right? Dig at Arsenal, yeah. Yes. Um, so th- there was like newspaper clippings of like Arsenal was saying, like, um, are Arsenal interested in, in Bruno G? Um, you know, uh, Arteta really wants Bruno G, so it's just another one taking a pop at Arsenal.
0: Didn't you sign some American kid, Austin, something or?
2: Anything? Yeah, we signed um, some guy called Trusty. I think I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his it name. It's
0: not Austin. It's Austin, isn't it? I
2: I don't know. I've, I, I I'd never heard of him before deadline day, but I, I know that he plays for the for the team Colorado Rapids, and I think they're they've got something to do with the Kronky franchise. So. <laughs> make make uh, that that could be completely wrong but i, I know they know Col- they own colorado avalanche which is like a, another team american sport team rubbish why
0: would american you call sport. your team avalanche after a natural disaster that feels that doesn't feel very tasteful
1: is, they're <laughs> as cold as ice aren't
0: they yeah oh. oh. that's quite so good bad. Time, actually, that
1: was okay. actually good, thanks
0: yeah. <laughs> we're both just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow um but newcastle have made laser signings and i spoke the most in the transfer window they mm-hmm. probably will have enough, won't they?
1: Well, they they have to with their their ins like are actually decent players or players that have come from like good good stock. Mm. So you'd like to think that you know they've kind of revamped their team, invested a lot of money. Um, I mean, what's their their striker situation? They've got it's
2: just Chris Wood, isn't it? Just Callum Chris Chris is still in? Into- Chris Wood, yeah, Wilson, yeah. Big Joe Linton's still there as well.
0: But they be playing him centre mid, yeah. which I'm guessing they're going to stop doing now that Gueye yeah. is there.
2: Yeah, um, and also Dan Byrne as well, the six-foot-seven wonder. Yeah, him Is and Bat that Baker are friends. <laughs> Man <laughs> Mountain. That was a bit of a weird move as well, because I didn't really think that was on the cards. I thought they would have gone for maybe like James Tarkovsky or something.
0: He's only 13 million as well, which feels like quite a good yeah. price for him. He's done well at Brighton.
2: Yeah, I and mean, he, he seems like a decent player, but I think Graham Potter makes a lot of players look good in his Brighton team, because yeah. they're so well-organized. So we'll have to see what he's like um, in a team managed by Eddie Howe. You're a little bit disappointed not to see United do more in the transfer window,
0: Hannah?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I kind of feel when I was on my way here today, I was like, I feel a bit anxious to even talk about Man United, uh, given obviously everything that's going on in the uh, in the news. But obviously Martial's gone. Mm. Uh, the ongoing situation with Greenwood, uh, obviously he's out. So I think that's obviously the reason why Jesse Lingard is now staying at yeah. Man United. So, and he's
0: out of contract in the summer, Lingard, isn't yeah. he? I think so he moved then.
1: Yeah, so um, I hope that something comes of, of his performances the, for the rest of this season. I mean, the January transfer window is always a bit awkward, isn't yeah. it? Um, so there's never a, any huge expectations, but um, I would have liked to have seen something happen mm. uh, a bit more interesting or something good. Is, at, it, is
2: there know. a part of you that feels sorry for Jesse Lingard? Because it's like you saw how well he smashed it last yeah. year it's at, at time, West yeah. Ham. Yeah. He was unbelievable. He was. Like he, he looked like a top, top class player. And then he he went back to United, yeah. played a few games off the bench, didn't he? And then just not played at all. And then he doesn't get the move that he wants.
1: And it just goes to show you that if you go to a team where you've got the right leadership, you've got the right setup with the team, You've got like Jesse Lingard is obviously an unbelievably talented player. Um, and if he's with the right team, he's going to perform well. But it's just, it's negativity breeds negativity. And I think that that's where we're at with United at the moment. Mm. Um, I'm I'm worried about the rest of this season for, for United.
0: I always thought it's weird that he doesn't get more game time because the biggest yeah. problem that United seem to have is that midfield can be very slow. Yeah. When it's McTominay and Fred or Fred and Matic or whoever it might be. Yeah. That's such an immobile negative midfield. Now, I know that Lingard is traditionally a more advanced player, but he can do that, maybe that box-to-box role, and he's got Mm. tons of energy, and that's one of his big qualities. I always thought he's a natural fit in that midfield. Um, Yeah, and I just, I don't know, I feel like maybe he's going to get a little bit more Game time to try and win himself a contract.
1: Yeah, I hope. I really hope so because I really like Jesse Lingard as a player. We've had quite a lot of um, rotation in the team, which um, for a team that doesn't have um, the attributes, the players aren't as good and consistent. That's not a great move for us because if, obviously Man City—they have so much rotation. You never know from one week to the next who Pep's going to choose. But he's mm. got such good stock in his team that he yeah. can afford to do that. We can't at United, and it's cost us points this season unfortunately and obviously with uh, the the manager and everything it's everything's up in the air and I think there's just a lot of negativity within the team so I hope Jesse Lingard doesn't feel like pushed out and disappointed by this because mm. this could be a really good opportunity for him to yeah. to shine again and and let Man United fans see um, his, his talent
0: I can't really call it this top four race it's going to be Spurs United West Ham or Arsenal probably maybe an yeah. outside chance of Wolves I feel quite good about Tottenham now. Yeah. Only because Conte, it feels like Conte's team a lot more in the sense that Gill or Hill, or however you want to say it, Gill um, and Dombele and LaCelso are all gone. So he shipped all of them out and it felt like he's culled the players that he didn't rate and also the people that might be in a negative influence on the dressing room, like Tangi and Dombele. Mm-hmm. And he's got a couple of players from Juve in using that Fabio Paratici connection. So Paratici signed both Kulosevsky Kulete- and Benton Kaur. Um, for Juve, so it kind of feels like it's more a team in his image. And what mm-hmm. I understand about Kulusevski, he can kind of play anywhere across the front. Yeah. He's just a versatile attacking player. hasn't really had a chance at uh, Juventus, but was very, very good when he's at Atalanta. And Bentancur has played 18 times for Juve this season, and he's a hard-working box-to-box midfielder. And I mean, that's pretty much the opposite of what Tangi and Dombolo did. So mm. I feel like it might. It, I'm not saying we're in like a pole position, but before I was thinking we won't get fourth. Yeah. And now I kind of think we are right in that mix yeah. with everyone. What did you think of Spurs' tracks so all we know Mike?
2: Jealous? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, Kulusevski was a player that I was wanting Arsenal to sign, to be honest, because mm. I've seen him a few times. And he's a really exciting um, player. As you say, he can play left wing, right wing. Uh, he's played centre forward sometimes, like attacking mid. He's he's really exciting to watch. And if you think a bit, like Spurs, they I'm not convinced about their sort of backup wingers I think mm-hmm. Steven Bergwijn can score two late winners at Leicester but then he can have three really bad games
0: or three really bad months yeah three yeah. Really <laughs> bad
2: runs. and then Lucas Moore as well I think he's just the most unpredictable player which is good in the sense that defenders don't know what to do but I don't think he knows what he wants to do when he gets the ball sometimes yeah. Um so I think bringing in someone like that who can challenge for them positions and then Ben Tanko I've always felt that Spurs were light in midfields they've got Hoy Bear, but they need someone who's a bit more who can advance the ball a bit better and yeah. dribble with the ball so i think it's really good business and I, actually i'm i'm speaking sense so i'm a bit worried now <laughs> so yeah I, I in terms of that top four position i think if if conte can can you know settle things down because i feel like before the window happened there was sort of shades of like was he making a point with some of the teams he yeah. was putting out? And when you start doing that, it's like you you worry a little bit. And then and then there was well I don't worry, but you worry. a bit. Um, <laughs> there, there was Michael reports of like trip. oh like if, if he doesn't get any players in, is he going to walk and stuff? Like you never want that when he's mm. only been there for a few months. So if he can get that to settle down and get some some victories on the board, I think Spurs will be the most confident. But in this sort of you know highly competitive league, you know you saw Arsenal drew against Burnley teams at the bottom can throw up anything at hmm. uh, any time so it's, it's going to be close I and it's literally impossible to call at this stage
0: well it feels like a start it feels like he's got yeah. rid of the players he doesn't like and he's got a couple that he does mm-hmm. So it's, and I, but I guess he's going to be wanting some big probably bigger signings in yeah. the summer yeah. if because he, he's like he's Antonio Conte he's got a finite career and he's probably thinking well I'm the guy who wins trophies mm-hmm. so yeah. you've got to give me a decent chance to do that next season um, no AFCON corner this week so we're waiting on the outcome of the semi-finals but next week we will know the results of the tournaments we'll do a little look back over the whole tournament I sure they could be rather nice um it's time for any other business hannah
1: oh i don't have any other business no
0: i've, I've got some <laughs> okay you've got some <laughs> <laughs> no i just know get <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: just get mike's code just get
1: Mike's <laughs> code how do we get on your fantasy league I don't um, know. who's
0: winning actually at the moment on the fantasy league is it own? oh i'm, I'm gonna winning, i'm yeah. gonna
1: Guarantee Mike's winning. I did we, did we not have
2: like a 50 quid bet or something? Like that?
1: No, we didn't have a 50 I seem
2: quid to bet. remember. Sure. I it was know. a bet of some sort. Yeah. Oh, was
1: You there?
0: were giving it
2: large, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Was are
1: showing up in front of a crowd. Yeah, I think <laughs> you
2: were.
1: <laughs> uh, you're like. You're insane at it.
2: Way ahead, yeah. Where are you yeah.
1: ranked in the country? Um, in
2: the I, was, I was like 5,000th in the world at one point. but Which I think is insane. I've, I think I've dropped off quite a bit recently because all the postponements and stuff. Because
1: I beat you, didn't I? The you before? did, yeah. yeah. The yeah. final week before you're the break. Yeah. Your one victory, or t- second victory. I think I've only second, yeah. yeah. Two out the whole week. Well, there
0: was a good Two. article in the Mirror this week okay. about a man...
1: Um... Are you going to say that I start putting objects around me and stuff? Because last time you were talking about a cucumber... And then you were really laughing about it.
0: So <laughs> what? Just- Not around you. <laughs> um, so an East Lothian rugby player got a, a tattoo of his local cafe owner's face in order to get free iron brew pies for life, right? So Netty's Cafe in Edinburgh is well known for its unusual rare and distinctive pies. And this guy got a tattoo of the cafe owner's face in order to get free Iron Brew pies for life.
1: I mean, these pies must be good, but what if the shop goes bust? Oh yeah, then you, it's like such a waste.
0: You would need something like contractual, wouldn't you? That you still yeah. have to pay me x amount of yeah. that's worth Iron Brew.
1: Hundred percent a legal agreement for this.
0: But I wanted to ask, right? What, <laughs> what, what food stuff <laughs> would you get tattooed on your body in order to get a free supply for life?
1: Oh, ask Mike first. Okay,
2: Mike. What tattoo? <laughs>
1: um,
2: well, I mean, if the tattoos can be like any size and go anywhere, or does it have to be visible? Because if it, if it doesn't have to be visible, I just get like all my favourite food. Surely. So so you've got to have it on your bum. Got to have my bum? A girl,
1: a girl that I went to school with um, when we were about 15, she got a tattoo and it said your name on it. So she used to go to <laughs> bars and stuff and she'd go to groups of lads and be like, if I haven't got your name tattooed on my... You've got to buy me uh, a drink. Oh, so Jesus yeah, Christ. she used to get drinks and stuff. So that means
2: time. that about the hundreds of men have seen. Yeah, f- yeah.
1: she's whip Says, ah, it, it says oh, your yeah, name know, You've got to get me some. Is, it,
2: is it really worth? it? Yeah, and then <laughs> Do you just, just want to this... pay ninety nine p for a Jägermeister or <laughs> no, something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for some apple sours. But then also, <laughs> if you're
0: like not to be too graphic, if you're having bleep <laughs> with her in the, and you're you're approaching from the rear. <laughs> then then that, that might make me laugh like it would like put me off
2: yeah and, it's like, not just... the most pleasant sight is and, it? and you
0: don't and you don't want to laugh during sex do you <laughs> like that really spoils the moment
1: so
2: i don't know ask him yeah maybe. i mean surely surely you should have to explain it beforehand and be like yeah i've got a tattoo on my bum and this is the reason why it says your name on it i mean also you could say that she could say oh exit only i've got i've got your name on my yeah. That's, that's probably a pick up though, if she needs but to I feel that
1: the person it was the type of guy she would have got with would have yeah. been quite happy with that what you could do
0: and I'm not I'm gonna cut this out but she could have got my face on there so you could be like kind of c** on your face. Like, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> Send that tonight, you man.
1: Why have they not put it on the social? Yeah. I don't get it.
0: Um, but yeah, Mike, it's only like food stuff you would <laughs> Do you like. quite like that. Sorry.
2: Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Is there any like food that looks like aesthetically pleasing? Because um, you don't want to get like a. Donut on your arm, do you?
0: On, your, well, if it's on your bum, you could get a donut. It's on perfect. Your, <laughs> <laughs> or you could get like a hot dog, like going towards. Oh, it. <laughs>
2: that
0: is disgusting. I I rediscovered this week. Um, my girlfriend reintroduced me to. That's
1: uh, <laughs> 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 your yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> um, oh,
0: it's all the female listeners lost. Uh, <laughs> it's really not. Um, to pot noodles. Yeah, I haven't had a pot noodle for years, and she turned up. She'd been at a festival, and she brought a king-sized chicken and mushroom pot noodle home. Yeah,
1: I think if you're going to have one, it'd be that's a green one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. lovely. Yeah. But she's
0: northern as well, so she had it for dinner um, last night. And tea,
2: tea. Yes, yeah, so it's tea. So dinner is lunch,
0: isn't it? For
1: yeah. them? breakfast, dinner, and tea for yes. them. Yeah, for you. Your breakfast, lunch. dinner, and tea. Which
0: yeah. is
2: so wrong, by the way. But anyway,
0: yeah. It's like, what do you want to have for tea? Yeah, that's so weird. It's like, yeah. do you want to have dinner? It's like, no, it's only twelve o'clock.
1: When you're yeah. at school. And they're like, "What what time is it? Twelve o'clock. Lunchtime. Dinner time.
0: No, lunchtime. No, nah. lunchtime. Lunchtime. Yeah, it's lunchtime. Time. And then you have dinner. Dinner is no. in the evening.
1: No. Tea time. <laughs>
2: no, no. I thought like, like we've had this conversation before, but it's it's important to stress to that we are right about this. Yeah, of course it we are. It can't be tea. Like tea is a beverage. How well, can you... how can that be dinner?
0: Yeah, you can't.
1: Yeah, ask all my friends. Oh, oh, no,
0: here yeah. we go. I wonder what they'd say. <laughs> That's our fan base, to be fair. Yeah. Um. But she says she what she does is she puts it in a sandwich. So she oh. you put the chicken and mushroom pot noodle in between two slices of bread and butter and in eat that. Genisani. Yeah. Genisani. <laughs> but like a chicken, would you eat that?
1: Um, well, I wouldn't because I'm vegan and it's got like trace of chicken. Uh, but I actually, no, it I doesn't. To. She
0: told me it doesn't. So apparently, it doesn't actually have any real chicken in it; it's just chicken flavouring. Because her oh. friend is also. How do they
1: make the chicken flavouring though?
0: It's just like put various like chemicals together. No. Oh, okay. No, it's not ju- chicken juice. <laughs>
1: Grind the bones but, and make the powder. But her friend Ugh. is veggie
0: and was delighted because he can still eat it because chicken and mushroom pot noodles have no chicken in.
1: <laughs> that just shows the quality of the sauce there, yeah. doesn't it, of a, a pot noodle. But that's a great, in bread or bread bun?
0: Bread. So slices people call of bread. them
1: cobs, don't they, in Derby? A cob is a bread bun. Oh, it's a
0: balm cake, isn't it? Oh, it's balm, just yeah.
1: a, a bun. What's, what is? A bread bun. What is? <laughs> Like a bread bun. There's a
0: bun. Yeah, I know what
2: a bun is, but yeah. does it mean something different to you?
1: No, because people where I live call it a cob. Unless right. they can have a, a cob. bread
2: bun. Isn't it just bun? Just or do you just specify it's bread?
1: It's a bread bun. <laughs> <laughs> just in case people didn't know. Um, I mean, a- sorry, Joe. I feel like we've really derailed off this thing about somebody getting a tattoo on the face.
0: Well, just one more thing. There's a thing, something that really caught my eye this week. So there was, uh, this feels like a proper radio show, doesn't it? Um, there's a story in the Metro about a girl who's called Ikea. Yeah. And uh, she's changed her name legally because everyone at school nicknamed her flat Pack. <laughs> oh, that's so mean.
1: Oh, why did her parents call it IKEA? Because
0: apparently her mum saw an advert and thought it was a nice name.
1: <laughs> Advertising um, for furniture.
0: What was your nickname at school?
1: Crabcatcher.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, because
1: my maiden name's Creelman. Because you Cre- had a loyalty card. Creel hand baskets hand catch crabs. So, yeah, I used to be called Crabcatcher.
2: Did you? Yeah. Oh.
1: Thanks for bringing that did up. Did that stick? Yeah, did, or... it,
2: did, did it ever come to fruition, the crab catcher name?
1: What's in, do they ever have crabs? Yeah. I've never had crabs. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So, and that's Breaking news. <laughs> so to everyone at school. <laughs> that's on record. Do you have a nickname, Mike? Um,
2: mm, I don't think so. I don't think... Um, my <laughs> <Big> something, <dick. laughs> something that's really annoying me is that... um. So only like my my mom and my dad and like my immediate family call me Michael, but everyone knows me as Mike. Oh, and
1: yeah, then Mike.
2: And yeah. now my, my girlfriend started calling me Michael, and it's really off. she she used to do <laughs> that's it because to...
1: you must piss her off if she's giving you full name. No, but she's
2: she's doing it because my family call me that. So when she's in front of my family, she calls me Michael. But now it's stuck, and it's like that's not me. Like that's not the person you met. I feel like Michael <laughs> and Mike are very yeah. This is a very deep conversation, but. I feel like Michael and Mike are very different people.
1: I feel like since your massage, you've you've kind of become a bit more assertive. Different man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: I know. I'm going to put my foot down. Yeah. Yeah, sort it
0: out. I like bloody Dwayne Johnson in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Mine was just poo face. <laughs> because I, I came in from playing football one afternoon into chemistry and um, I had mud on my face and my friend Bully said <laughs> poo face and that my was my friend bully my said friend bully. Bully. that was 20 years ago and my friends still call me poo face or poo do
1: they
0: so there you go oh that's I've good.
2: got I've I've got a friend called Rat
0: <laughs> he's bully The nickname yeah. was
2: rat face no way no <laughs> way yeah so I've got we've got like a rat. we've got we've got a friend called Rat there's no particular reason he's just a bit like like ratty in behavior you know that someone's like oh, a bit of a snake bit of a rat like not not terrible like awful but um once I was, I was in the car with his mum and I accidentally oh, called yeah. him Rat, and she just sort of like turned around in horror, like "Have you called my son?" Yeah. Like, that's the look she gave me. Um, but yeah, it's just everyone knows him. Like, like even my family, when I talk about my friend, like his name's Chris, but call him Rat. It's his name. There you go. Shout, shout out to Rat. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Rat. Yeah. Um, should we leave
0: it there? yeah <laughs> there you go um right don't forget you can get in touch with us rosehead pod on instagram and on tiktok Ed soccer on twitter you can also find us on facebook and youtube also just go on 90 min's uh, channels any of their channels our content is across there and please do vote for us in the sports podcast awards just go on sportspodcastawards.com and vote for us in the comedy category um thanks hannah thank you cheers mike cheers and we'll see you next time
1: bye